0: Celebrate the 4th of July from the comfort of home and save on must-haves during Kohl's Friends and Family Sale. This Thursday through Sunday, take an extra 20% off festive tops for the family,
1: patio furniture, and get 10% off outdoor toys. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, limited contact store drive up. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Offers valid
0: June 25th through 28th. 20% off with promo code FAMILYSHOP. 10% off toys, offers, and coupons do not
1: apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details.
0: I'm Tony Bernanze. Of course, the Linux Podcast is brought to you by Roughneck Scarves. We're here today at Forgotten Star Brewing in lovely Fridley, Minnesota. And right off the top of the show, we have the head brewer, right, Matt? The only brewer. The The only only brewer. Flying solo right now. Matt from Forgotten Star. Matt, thanks for having us out here today. No, thanks Um, for coming. Right off the top of the show, we want to talk to you about uh, this brewery, how it came to be. I mean, so what were kind of the... What kind of went into getting this brewery up and running?
2: Well, uh, the whole thing actually really started... We've been working on this project for about three years now, but the brewery being in this place was actually kind of the cherry on top of this whole uh, redevelopment of this site. Um, So this was a huge um, production facility back in World War II. They used to make artillery for the Navy, but due to the nature of the process, it became a little bit polluted, so they actually spent the last, like, 50 years cleaning it up. So... To kind of showcase how well they cleaned it up, like, what better way to show that than have a brewery, because you can't make good beer without clean water. Yep, yep. So, uh, having, like, this place... Like, they had the EPA awards here, like, three weeks ago to showcase, like, how good of a job they did about cleaning it up. So, like, the water in my brewing tank is probably the cleanest water in, like, a 10-mile radius. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, like, just making beer
0: here is just... uh, They really wanted a brewery to occupy this space. Okay. And uh, so you... This is your. You were telling me earlier. This is like your first build-up of a brewery. But you've been other. You've been brewing at other breweries.
2: Yeah, I've been uh, brewing for about a decade now, which is kind of weird to say. But um, yeah, I uh, brewed at a couple breweries in Uptown. I was most recently at the Freehouse, and now I've been working on this for the last year, like physically. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're up and running, and it's a really smooth operation. It's got a great flow. This is the first brewery I've worked at that doesn't involve stairs, which I love. Nice, <laughs> nice. So I can just kind of walk around. And, uh, but yeah,
0: we were here for the uh, grand opening.
2: Yeah,
0: and, oh, it, you was, were. and yeah. it was yeah, it was packed. It was a zoo. It was crazy. Grand we day. were waiting in line for a beer. It was yeah. it was nuts. Uh, well, now, I, now next time you can just flag me down, I'll grab you. All. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. But the, no, next, the next grand, opening. The, next, <laughs> yeah, the next grand opening. No, we had. Um, the beers on opening uh, day, and everyone we had was fantastic. Let's talk about what we're all drinking here because we've all got different oh, we do,
3: yeah.
1: things. Dave, did you get the? Honey Porter? I did. That's exactly what and I And what do you think of that? I, I love it. And I actually had it at the opening okay. opener, too, and so, I had to get it again. Yeah, to so. kind
2: of get into my, like, philosophy of beer, um, I mean, we literally got our license to start brewing, like, six, seven weeks ago. Okay. So we really just had to just, you know, hit the ground running and brew as much as we could, as fast as we could. So I thought it was important to just make true to style, you know, straight down the pipe normal beers and just make sure they're like clean and good beers before we you know kind of start developing our personality and sure. like who we are as a brewery so like all of these beers are kind of like standard porter Sweet. standard cream ale like IP, IPA, IPA you know it's, it's mm-hmm. um, which you know if we would were, were to open with like a crazy milkshake IPA we'd just be another one versus yeah, like just making right. like a normal clean beer like you know, almost don't see that. Like, our IPA, if you look up the BJCP standards for an IPA, is like straight down the middle. But now, I think most people think of that as like a pale ale at this point. Right, so yeah, they're like, oh, definitely. wow, that's not
3: happy at all. Well, it's actually incredibly happy. Like, 10 years ago, that would have been ridiculous. But right. you know, now it's like, well, yeah, this is. So- well, you know, I have to say, that's one thing that I like about you guys, Right, obviously, right now, since it's brand new, because um, I kind of miss the breweries that just do something normal. Yeah, that, I mean, maybe that's a little weird these days, but it almost does seem like it. Yeah, <laughs> it is, it, it's yeah. it's nice to just kind of walk into a brewery and be like, oh, they're, you know, if it, it's uh, they got their standard dark beer, they've got their their pale ales, they've got a variation of one or two, they've got a Belgian, that's it. I mean, that's it's it's nice to have a a clean list of beers that you don't have to think, am I going to like that or. I mean Is yeah. that gonna so taste
1: weird? Do you see that expand like do you see that expanding? In some ways it's nice. You know, I would you have eight beers on tap at the moment? <laughs> I think we have nine. Nine, yeah. even, okay, well, so but you're not whatever. overwhelmed by the menu and it's not hard to find something that you like. Everybody can find something yeah, that they like. Yeah, we have a
2: pretty solid like spectrum. Yeah. You know, there's like there's a dark option, there's
0: a fruity option, there's a hoppy option, there's a light option. You got a good base to start off with. And thank exactly. you for making a cream ale. I'm a big Cremail fan. Well, yeah. right, so. so, I
2: mean, if you want me to start, this is actually one I'm really happy with because everything in the Cremail is 100% uh, Minnesota ingredients. Nice. So, like, I mean, the shirt I'm wearing right now, this is uh, Mighty Axe Hops are the hops that are used. They're grown like one hour that way. Yep. And the malt is from Malt Works, yep. and, you know, it's malted two hours that way. So, I mean, this is a really uh, local beer. Um, it's, yeah, it's cool. And I'm pretty happy with it. So.
0: I got on the Cremail bandwagon uh, from uh, <laughs> Castle Danger they cream ale. I don't know if I should say this or not, but the guy who uh,
2: helped me set up the brew house, that was his recipe. So oh. And he asked me what uh what do you want to brew first? I was like, uh, cream ale. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. And Thanks. I love I am telling you, they got me on the cream. I mean this is a different recipe, on. I was of like, course. I don't want yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not the same. But <laughs> yeah. but it's nice to have you guys when you start off. Most breweries don't have a cream ale when they start yeah. off. It's you know, you get like IPAs and whatever. So
1: um, and, and I was gonna say, as, I mean, I know David, you like you like porters as much as I do, but yes, yeah. I I don't I can't recall, and maybe I just need to expand my horizons a little bit, but I can't recall having a honey porter prior right, to so, this one. All
2: right, let's talk about the honey porter. So uh, the building in my rear view behind us, uh, right before the skyline of Minneapolis, is a mill. It's a General Mill, like, uh, and apparently they're responsible for like eighty percent of the Cheerios for the country. I oh, know. I didn't know that. So well, like that honey porter. We wanted to kind of do, like, a salute to Honey Nut Cheerios. So there's oh, a hundred, sure. there's 110 pounds of oats and 60 pounds of honey <laughs> nice. in the porter just because we wanted to, like, incorporate it somehow. I figured a porter would be a good one to do that. <laughs> I um, like that. But the yeah. honey that we use is called Dutch Gold. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to act like I planned this, but I didn't. Uh, that is the same honey that they use in Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh. And that was purely coincidental. I was uh, just wow. like, oh, yeah, nice. totally meant That's to do That's why that. you like yeah. it. <laughs> That's a fun fact. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like so um
2: it. yeah it's it is like a traditional like uh robust porter but then we just kind of added that little touch you know that's you know it without it it'd be like kind of astringent you know that bitter coffee flavor yeah. and it just kind of gives it a little nice sweetness to help balance it out
0: very cool yeah. so what's my family is, oh your family's oh, awesome. here to see you wow. yeah. <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> we have those type of things happen on this podcast all, all the time, time. <laughs> yeah uh, so, do you want to delve into anything you're going to be coming out with? Maybe give us a hint of something you're going to try?
2: Well, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a real hot start. So, uh, the last couple weeks, I've had to play catch-up. But now that we finally caught up, like, I'm, this is the second batch of the cream ale, second batch of the big stick, now I can finally start, you know, having a little more fun. So, tomorrow, I'm brewing our uh, holiday stout, even though I don't think it's going to be ready by the holidays. It'll probably be a New Year's stout. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's going to be our Imperial stout. Um... I want to do, like, it's going to be a double chocolate style, so i got Ooh. two different chocolates. I want to blend into it, gotcha. and then I'm brewing another IPA, and then this weekend I'm going to do our first Kettle Sour, because that's, I feel oh, like, the cool. last piece of
0: the spectrum that we don't have. So, so. I'm a big Sour fan right here. I love Sours. I mean, Sours yeah. for me are, like, right top-notch, so I'll, I'll be excited to see that one. And, and then, uh, yeah,
2: I mean, being Forgotten Sour, you know, we're all about, like, the... Rustic and aging, you know, that kind of thing. So, we're gonna get a barrel program going. Okay. So, Very it was really awesome. funny like, one guy, like, on opening day, he was, like, mad at us. He's like, why don't you have any Barley stuff yet? And I'm like, <laughs> Cause you you've have to been age open it for, like, first? a day.
1: Know. <laughs> <laughs> you have to age it first, sir. I don't know. Yeah, I it's like, it's Give and me I'm, a break, man. And I'm, yeah, and I love the location. I'm curious about, because uh, we've been here a couple times now on weekends, but we've never been here, say, for a happy hour. You're right in, like, I guess, what would you call this, like, Northern, Northern Stacks. Stacks. Yep, it's uh, the Northern big, Stacks complex. Big industrial facility. complex. So, yep. needless to say, a lot of people work here in the area. So, what are your happy hours like on a weekend um, even? Well, I mean, we keep our beer, like, priced fairly,
2: like, a step, like, they're about $6 a pint, and I think you're getting a good deal for it. Um, We do want to be, like, the cheers bar for the people in this complex. There's about 2,000 people just here, but then there's, like, another one right across in the next complex over that's, like, another 2,000 people. So, like, within, like, a half a mile radius, we got, like, 5,000 people. Um, so, yeah, we really, really want to accommodate to those people as much as we can. And, yeah. uh, we're, you know, we're during the day, we want to turn this into, like, a
3: workspace, you know, almost, like if you want to come out here and have a meeting and, like, have a beer, you know, like, right. we're
2: open for that. Even awesome. Though, yeah.
3: And, you know, I work, like, a mile that way. Okay. And I live, like, three miles that way. So it's... I haven't done it yet because I, I think I already hinted it to my wife that I have a brewery that's basically on the way home. Okay. But, um... Yeah, this is a nice. It's a nice location. It's a nice spot to stop off for a beer yeah. after work or yeah, it's, at lunch.
2: It's a little bit interesting because it's either like going to be your first stop or your last stop based on where we are. It's like you're either going to be downtown on your way back up to mm-hmm. the northern suburbs mm-hmm. or whatever, and let's hit that on the way home, or you're going to start there on your way back into town or right. something like that. So and you we know, get a lot of that, like really big starts and really big finishes, and then the middle is just kind of whatever. And nice. you guys
0: have Fifty Six Brewing right down the street. Yeah, and they we've been super there cool before to a podcast yeah. and. I think it's great that you guys are right down the street from each other. You can stop here, yeah. go over there for a little bit, play some pinball, have a beer there, come back this way. You know, yeah. We've been down there, uh, especially during construction. We're like, all right, let's take a break. Let's have a beer. Yeah. Let's go to 56. So let me ask you about the event space here. Are you guys planning on doing any like uh, live music, anything like that? or? Well, so I'm actually glad you brought that up because this event space
2: that we're looking at right here is kind of like the... The mini event space. So if you look at the space that we're currently occupying, this mm-hmm. is about 75% of the building. Okay. Behind that wall where the flag is is an additional 25% oh. a lot like this. Oh wow. And we actually decided to take that over and that's gonna officially be an event space. Nice. So you will be able to rent that out for conferences, weddings, what have you. Wow, but uh, nice this is cool. like if you just wanna have like a private gathering like for a birthday yeah. party or you know, like a little meeting or something like that. And on weekends we usually just open it up. Anyone
0: can yeah. go there. But reminds me of uh Lupalin up in Big Lake. Yeah, they get that. Space we were up there down. for podcasts and they're showing us they were opening up a space next door they bought out for to do events like you're talking about here. So that's awesome you guys are doing that. Yeah, that's
2: Yeah, I mean we have the
0: space, so it's like <laughs> might as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, find yeah. a way to use it efficiently. Yeah. what's your capacity
1: roughly now? I mean uh, like, that like uh,
2: This side, uh, the fire code capacity is about four hundred and ninety. Okay. And then the other side is hundred and fifty. But right now we have literal seating for about 250 people. So, like, 250 people can find a chair.
1: Right.
2: I mean, we we can occupy a lot more than that.
1: And then, I guess, rolling right into it, what's your, like, brewing capacity?
2: Uh, We have a 15-barrel system. Everything you see in here is a 15-barrel size. So we have five fermenters, six bright tanks, and then room for keg service. So... um, Right, like I said, right now it's a one-man system, so I tried to uh, design it as efficiently as possible for
1: one person. Yeah. Because yeah. I
2: didn't want to spend my life cleaning kegs, so that's well, what I got. It <laughs> <laughs> looks great, it looks,
1: looks great back there. And uh, where'd you get all that equipment? Uh, it's
2: the it. company's called Craft Kettle, and they're based out of New Orleans. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they did a great job. It's it? it's like semi automated. So ask. I'm curious. It's about really nice that. when I brew; I don't have to like physically make connections. I can just like turn valves and things go where I need it to go. I mean, it does take longer to like clean it at the end of the day, but like I said, all you have to do is just like, okay, let's clean that part now. Okay, let's clean that. Just flip a switch. Okay. It's not like, you know, nice. okay, change hoses or anything.
0: So before we get you out of here, uh, do you guys have any plans in the future? Are you looking ahead to like five years? Do you guys want to do cans and or bottles? Oh, oh yeah, hundred
2: percent. Like, uh, I mean, where we're sitting right now, we already cut floor drains and ran the plumbing underneath this concrete. So okay. when we grow for, like, more production-style breweries. Sure. Uh, everything's already in place, so now we can just bring the tanks in, kind of plug and play. So, the idea is it's kind of, like, going to be two breweries. So, like, what you're seeing there and flowing that direction is going to be, like, taproom-style brewing. Okay. And uh, anything that comes over here would flow in the opposite direction, and that would be, like, more production-style. So, it would be, okay. like, bigger fermenters, you know, canning line,
0: canning operations, and then going out that door. So, okay. Yeah. It's, awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I mean, we've... We enjoy this place uh, yeah. First time we came in here It was it was great And we decided We gotta do a podcast Out here at some point Yeah <laughs> well, We knew right away We knew right away This
1: would yeah. be a great location yeah. great, great spot space. Great
0: room uh, Did you all see the Bottle caps on top of the sacks No Yes
3: <laughs> Now I have to admit I did not realize What they were Until mm. I saw it on I Instagram know I, I know yeah. I took the photos so, yeah. yeah. It was just like uh, They just got installed Like two weeks ago I thought it was just A really nice touch oh, Two weeks ago
2: Okay that, I would have yeah. missed it In the, o- for the uh, opening Yeah I think it, Yeah it was like The week after opening day okay. I don't know
0: I'm not sure so, again, we're a Forgotten Star. Matt, thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks appreciate for Appreciate it. Thanks appreciate for the it. great beers, uh, and thanks for having us out here. Um, yeah. We're going to step into some MLS talk. Matt, if you want us to hang out, you can. Well, uh, my parents did just walk in the door. I had no idea they were coming. Okay, so. <laughs> hang out with your parents. <laughs> I might have to go.
2: <laughs> there side you go. Real quick. So. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate thanks it. for having me. I appreciate
0: it. Thank you. Um, let's step into some MLS talk because we got... Uh,
1: a lot to talk about. Well, not really. I <laughs> not, mean, there's no, not no. really a lot to talk exactly. about because where we are, the, the have
0: done different. Sterling. They have done nothing, right? And I mean, I guess
3: not many teams have done much. Well, but yeah, you,
0: you did have the um, what was it the waiver? Yes, well, draft. And to we happen. did. I suppose we did, we did pick
3: up a goal. We got a goalkeeper, and I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his name. So, I'm Dave, not, if you can, that's why I didn't want that. to
0: bring it up because I'm not going to pronounce his name.
3: Uh, he, he was at Orlando. He, yeah. I think he played two or three games. Uh, yeah. He was with... Uh, in USL, he was with... Uh, Louisville? Yeah, something like that. He was in the championship. I can't remember. But I,
0: I'm guessing this is more of a pick-up, just-in-case type of deal. In case Vito doesn't... It falls through. Yeah. You know, and then we'll, we go with... The St. Clair and this guy type of,
3: I think so. Um, uh, I, I think it's interesting to to consider what uh, what they might be doing with this pickup because yeah. he doesn't have enough MLS experience, no, to consider him a potential starter. But at the same time. Is he, You're going to run out of options. Well, and it, and it's
1: not, I mean, keep in mind, like, they did not pick up uh, B- Bobby Shuttleworth's option. Sure, well, that was, he, yeah. And so it's not, unco- I mean, it's not uncommon to have three goalkeepers. And and in fact, it's fairly normal whether, you How, know, how old is this kid? Is he,
0: like, uh, 20-something? Yeah, he's in his 20s. Okay. So he's a guy that you could potentially yeah. stick
3: in uh, Madison. I,
1: yeah, I see, you know, and just. Yeah,
3: he, he's definitely a guy that we could uh,
1: hope to develop a little bit more. Yeah, than what he okay. is. Okay, I'm gonna, you know, I might try and butcher try it? just because we're talking. I'm not about even gonna it, say it, but uh, we're gonna call it. Uh, I'm gonna call it Gregory Rantising, Rantising, rant. I'll, I'll just call I'm it gonna, rant. I'm gonna say that J is a a, a soft J. That's where I kind of went. Rantising, that's better. That, that R- rolls R- off. Gregory Rantis. Okay. So, so, and like we talked about. Yeah, there hasn't been a whole lot of action. I mean, the transfer window is not open, but there was, you know, that we Minnesota United acquired him through the waiver draft. Yeah, the re-entry draft also at least the first stage of the re-entry draft. I want to say the second stage happened as well. It did. Yeah. All of it. And did, yeah. uh Miguel is still out there. Yeah, I was going to say there's not a lot of news there. Yeah, so. you
3: know, it's it's interesting that he's still out there.
1: Yeah. He's made some weird tweets
3: lately. He has. Um, you know, he's not coming back. No, but uh, it'll be interesting to see
0: where he goes. You'd think like one of these expansion teams would have picked him up. Well, I mean, price tag might be too high. It might be. Yeah, you're right. Uh,
3: I mean, I would say Houston's the obvious location. Oh yeah,
0: I I can't. I don't know how that's gonna work out. Well, so you're gonna have you're gonna have Minnesota South in Houston pretty much, right? If they sign Obara, and it, you know, I mean, it, I think you run into
3: interesting situation though because you have you have uh, Darwin down there, yeah, who plays essentially on the right, yeah, right, and yeah. Miguel would play on the right, yeah. So Tab. Tab Ramos would be stuck with having to balance guys who play similar positions. I I don't know how you do that. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I have a feeling the market maybe is shrinking a bit for him,
1: which is unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, I know uh, there was... Some of us kind of thought he wouldn't be... He would have been kind of selected through at least, you know, the, re- one, the second round of the re-entry draft. Uh, well, and
0: yeah, I thought I he would have been selected in the... Draft, he was available for the expansion draft, wasn't he? Yeah. I, I thought I he would thought, have been selected in the expansion draft.
3: I, yeah, I thought he was... If there would have been three guys, I would have put him in my well, top three. Yeah, and,
1: and, and Tony, I think the problem with, with the expansion draft was the fact that if you have a player selected like Abu Dun Dan- Abu Danlati was yeah, was like, that's it. Minnesota, they can you can only have I one suppose, player yeah. taken from your right. team. And so that w- younger. That window closed, yeah. so there was more upside there. Yeah, that's what you're looking at. Yeah. And so, yeah. not to say a team wouldn't have wanted him, but because Dunladi was selected, that kind of closes the door on the door, of yeah. players. But you know, I think it's interesting that Dunladi was the pick. Yeah,
0: well, he's I mean, young. of all the
3: team, I mean, of all the players you get picked from us, I guess raw talent, young. Higher it ceiling, makes sense. higher ceiling. Yeah, uh,
1: but you know, it is what it yeah. is. I think before we get to, I just want to circle back to uh, uh, Gregory Ranjet Singh. under his vitals. Minnesota United lists him that his pronunciation is Ranjet Singh. Okay, so just just to clean it's that up and soft, also the jet David you mentioned he played he did play um, he started out of out of college he started he was signed by Louisville City yep. the USL and. Uh, you know, played there in two thousand. He started there in two thousand and fifteen, and then made eighty-one appearances over that time. And, and they actually had consecutive USL Cup titles in seventeen and eighteen. Yeah. And then he was signed in eighteen by Orlando City. Yeah, where you he know, made just two appearances though. So I, I think, but it's a third goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. For and now,
3: I guess there's a chance. There, it's always a chance that you can find talent
0: in the USL that deserves to start. Yeah, sure.
3: So
0: um, let's. But you know. since we're talking about goalkeepers, let's just bring this up quickly. The veto situation now, yeah. we have a little more... It's escalated. Clarification about yes. what's going to happen. Reports are that he is going to be... They are attempting to sign him as the highest-paid goalkeeper in MLS. Yeah. That's... Which, David, you are not a big fan I, of. I'm not a fan of it at all. No. Uh, yeah. Because, like we said before, the, it why gets spend money, money? can be spent other places. You yeah, be, I mean... It,
3: now we don't know. For instance, Robles left New York Red Bull and uh, headed off to God. Where did he just get signed? I forget now. Did he um, go to Miami? Yes, Miami. Miami, yeah. And we don't know. We don't know what he signed for, right? I mean, we don't wow. know what his salary is going to be. But he was making less than four hundred thousand. Yeah. At Red Bull, and he was arguably top. Three goalkeepers, mm-hmm. I think, in MLS. Top five for sure. You know. Um, now, if there's a player like that out on the market, why don't you go after that player? Because he's got MLS experience. Yeah, he's good. You know, he's going to cost way less than yep. the guy that you have. I get the continuity between the sticks type argument, but it's still. It's still one of those things where don't spend a million dollars a year on a guy when you can get a comparable, potentially better, for a half of that.
0: Yeah, and and also we talked about this before is the stifling of Dwayne St. Clair's development. If right. you continue to have Veto in goal, what are
3: you going to do with Dwayne? Right, and you know the thing is is. It's much less. It's much less likely for St. Clair to see minutes when you have a million-dollar keeper. Yeah, he's going to start
1: every game he possibly can. Well and he did last year, and he, he was—I think he was the only player who started he all must. 34 right. uh, MLS competitive matches. If you're imagining. spending
0: that money, he should start every right, game. Right. right.
3: And it, and that's where you start seeing. Well, you've got to send St. Clair out. Yeah, you have
0: to. What else? He can't sit there and do nothing. And they don't want to play all the time in Madison, right? Because they just it's just not working out. Yeah, so so you have to loan them out somewhere.
3: Yeah, I just think that you've got you've got some interesting issues at hand. You get a four hundred thousand dollar keeper. Your USL games, you can easily fill fill St. Clair. Yep. You know you're playing dumpster diving Cincinnati. Put St. Clair. That's right. So you, you're paying a million dollars. You're not going to do that. No, you wouldn't.
1: It's it, not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's we can spec. Is it? I mean, it, it'll have to be close to a million. Well, what it's got to it, be. What was it? Um, I, well, we,
3: Guzan was just under a million. Guzan. Yeah. Be yeah, I think.
1: Or. Yeah, Guzan. I think. I'd, yeah. He, so last year he was on a salary of uh, seven hundred and forty thousand. So I mean, you know that number is going to be pushing a million. I guess it has to. But now, basically, what they're saying is that offer has essentially been made made to Vito. So it's yes. it's his decision essentially because yeah. this is all moot if he decides to stay home in Italy. Because I think you know, certainly he's got Serie
0: he's, he's got Serie a reportedly opportunities. I think reportedly Deportably.
1: he's going to have those offers, yeah. and you know that would be very attractive to Vito. I'm I, sure. Why wouldn't it be uh, to play in the top Italian league? So well,
3: and you know even. I look at it if I tried to put myself in his shoes and I had some Siriati say, We'll pay you nine hundred thousand a year and Minnesota's sitting at like one million or one point one million a year. Yeah. I'm taking the Italy off. Of course, you because are. I'm from Italy. Because yeah. you're in Italian, and and maybe
1: you know, we'll, maybe we'll be in a month or two. We'll be talking about exactly that. Um, it is you know, just you got to give Vito a lot of credit for what he did coming over here. Yeah, oh, I sure. mean, I'm not sure of the inner workings of you yeah. know, obviously. He, I think, at least on the outside, it appeared that Vito was very happy to be here. And he at least gave that impression. He's got a great um,
0: personality. Yeah, great character guy.
1: He yeah. he was a fan favorite. Yeah. He he really interacted with the fans. He. All of his public appearances yes. were great. He really fit into Minnesota quite well. And look what he did for himself as far as that one year here with Minnesota. He all he did was win goalkeeper of the year in MLS, yep. bumped up his stock, yep. and now he has the doors are open to him. He can yep. make his own decisions. And so he, good he, for him. But. You know, I think his season, his season kind of.
3: Puts to rest the argument about the continuity. You know, yeah. a lot of people are saying, well, we need to bring him back because there's continuity. Well, guess what? He came in, he's never met any of our players before. Nope. Never been with our coaching staff. He came in and was arguably the best keeper in the league. Yeah. You don't need, and then we were one of the best
0: defenses in the
3: league. Yeah. You don't, continuity in that position, I don't think is necessary.
0: I it's think he could have, with the defense we had. I think Bobby could have been in there. I think he could have, and Bobby would have been an average or just above it, average.
3: And it, What's even better is you don't need a top goalkeeper to win. You no. need the outfield players in front of them. Yeah, are the ones which that we have.
1: It's and it's interesting you brought up continu- continuity because I mean that was kind of coming in. I mean before you know I admittedly didn't you know coming from writing I didn't know much of anything about Vito before he came here and uh, but you know if you looked if you had looked into it a little bit, he was known as like a high profile. He'd make those massive saves, but inconsistency was one of the knocks on him. He wasn't, he was fairly consistent last year. And you look back, I mean, I I can, off the top of my head, I could probably think of a handful of games where you could say, I mean, there was a, there's more than a handful of games where he was man of the match or arguably man of the match, but you could look at a few games and say, well, Vito single-handedly won those games with his tremendous saves, his PK saves. Um, but, uh, or at yeah. least won
3: us point. Yeah,
1: you know whether it's a so, win or a draw. So, so it's tough though. Yeah. So you're saying, and I don't disagree. I mean, it's the back line that's so important, and it was it so is. improved for Minnesota last year. Um, uh, but, you know, he he had his moments. and won I mean, some games.
0: It is. I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see what plays out. We probably right. won't know for a couple more weeks if that.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, his really, we may not know for. Months.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, as we just had to bring it up because there's been new speculation coming out. Right. Before we get out of here, going to break because really there's nothing going on. You have David. There's one guy we're looking at right now that we've seen reports. Yeah, of.
3: and it, you know, I failed to bring up his name. He's a he's an attack striker from Argentina, which we need, right? Because we have nobody right now. He's uh, 30 or turning about to turn 31. Um if I knew his name I I say it and when I see it I know his name because I've but really, it
0: really the name doesn't matter it's yeah. it's a it's, it's a an older striker from
3: right all, all I see is now he his success has been higher but still when I see a 30 year old South American all I see is Angelo Rodriguez part two and it, I don't care what his past experience has been which has been better than what Angelo's was Yeah, uh, it's still one of those things where I say no we I, we I gotta stop going but do after we, these like players same before the I podcast know, though. Though,
0: do we do we drop Angelo bring this guy in to be the backup to Toy and that's kind of what we're doing and he's cheaper than Angelo
3: I, I say no I say the biggest issue with Angelo what so many people were saying the biggest issue with him was is he couldn't play with Darwin yeah Darwin's gone Okay, so no. now we have to see what happens. Okay, all right. We have to we have to go into it and just see what happens. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it, you know, in in my opinion, he doesn't have to start. Angel no. doesn't have to, but that's a lot of money sitting on the bench. Yeah. I think I would not be disappointed or upset if Angela started game one because I think you need to have that that sense of. Closure. Yeah. To see, is he really as bad as we think he might be? You know? I He mean, had some it, moments. Right. So it's like, we have to have him play in a system that doesn't have a selfish player like Double. Darwin Terrell. Yeah. And we have to see if he can play with the rest of the team. If he can't, the window closes in May. Yeah. There's a new window in the summer. Yeah. We can get rid of him. Yeah, I mean it, it's the reality. I, I don't think I don't think you have this huge need to
0: go out and find a big signing. At. I don't, but who knows I mean, if he's a big should? But you don't have who, who knows if he's a big signing. Who knows? I don't know how much money they're spending. Right, he could be lower than Angelo where they save <laughs> money. And then we have to decide who's playing the 10 anyways.
3: Right, and that's the other and thing.
0: And so if we don't know who's playing the 10, we don't know how they're going to hook up with these guys anyways. Yeah, Just and
3: it, I, I think Chacon, from what I've heard from Adrian and Amos this offseason, Chacon is not a starter next year. No. So, I, you know, they're they're going to ease him in, and it, it sounds like, you know, we're going to see a lot. Amos McGee in his last interview uh, with... The Athletic said that we would see a lot of him next year. Yeah, but he stopped short of saying he's going to start. And I so. think,
1: and, and I think maybe, and I think that was probably the plan. Uh, he's a young player, Chacon. How he? Just turned nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and they have they signed him wasn't it, to a five year contract. Yeah, it was a multi year contract. Yeah. So it's not it's not one of those two year contracts exactly. where you're they paying for performance now. It's a long term deal with Chacon. So, and that's. So your striker talk, I mean, that's a, that's assuming Angelo isn't here next year because you still have Toy. Right. Um, and it, I, yeah, I mean, that's all. Well, yeah. Dinladi's gone, so, I yeah. mean, you need to have several strikers. You need to have, you need, to have you need to have at least one more. Huh? Yeah. But, but again, now
0: he's saying it depends on who plays the 10. Right. Who's played the 10? Is Molino going to switch over to 10? I mean, I've heard things that he could. I he, think he, he, wants, to. To, I he, think he wants to. I think he wants to. Yeah.
1: You would expect to be your so, every-game starter there. does
0: Molino work well with Angelo? We don't he works, know. He works well with Toy. He works well with Toy. So, we, so, we don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so, maybe so, what they're trying to do is they're trying to find a guy who's like Toy, a little bit older, and has the same style, so there's not a difference of right. styles when you put these two guys out now, there. Now, of course, you can, you can blow this whole thing up
3: and say, well, let's just change formation. And... Put both toy and we talked about this last episode. Actually. Yeah. Uh, and put both toy and Angelo out at the same time. And he's been known to do that. And in which case, you still need a striker. You still need yeah. a third striker. Okay. But now Molino's no longer a ten. No. he's he's just an attacking midfielder. And you have the ability to to get Angelo his hold up play. Yep. And he's got somebody else to play off. Of. It's yeah. not. It's not the ten that's playing off. Yeah, it's another striking player.
1: So I think they have some time to figure this there's out. Yeah, have, there's a lot of now, and that's it's going to be over the next couple months. It's going to be exactly that speculation and rumors yeah. because yeah. the the transfer window doesn't open until February twelfth. Yes, yeah. that's in line and with what
3: where preseason it has. starts.
1: Uh, preseason January. kickoff for all teams is uh, Saturday, January eighteenth. Yeah. So we're talking about this earlier the uh, off air the. Um, I mean, train camp starts yeah. essentially just after the 1st of January. So it's going right. to be here in just a matter of weeks. And okay, do they have the super draft date yet? Um, I they think probably they said no. I think they said just mid January. They, they don't yeah. show it on MLS, so they may not have announced the official And you date,
0: know, but. we're good at the super draft. Well, we weren't. We weren't. Just past you. Past right? we were, yeah.
1: The other thing, I, I, the other thing I want to break, bring up is just at least we should mention it uh, because it was announced this week. The uh, the home opener yes. for yes. Minnesota United yes. is uh, March fifteenth. Yes, about a month earlier than it was this past Ur. year. It's gonna be cold. It could be. Oh, it's going to be.
3: Well, it like be. we said in our messages, yeah. or I said, it could be ten, yeah. or it could be sixty-five.
1: Yeah, it could be. And we're talking, you know, we're talking. It's really that's not early. I mean, the reason it was April thirteenth last year against NYCFC was because of they. They, I think they could have opened earlier, but they had built that five week window in yeah for Allianz Construction and no, the right. and the turf and the turf. So yeah. I don't think they ended up needing it as much as they do this year. So no. I think going forward, a March fifteenth yeah. opener is going to be very. Oh yeah, early. I think it would. Be. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's. Coincidentally, against New York Red Bulls, so we're going to have both New York teams' uh, back-to-back years opening up yeah, uh, Allianz yeah. to start the year. So,
0: I so, know, of course, we, the three of us will be there. It'll be different. It'll be different, because you'll be in the Wonderwall.
1: I, I probably will be in the Wonderwall.
0: And me and Dave will
3: be somewhere else. And I'll have one extra the ticket rooftop. somewhere. The
0: rooftop. We, we might be in the rooftop. Well, that's dangerous. We don't want to be up
1: there. Yeah. The, and
0: it's, a, uh, it's a Sunday, so I'm it, like, is, it is a Sunday, Sunday night. Sunday, a Sunday evening, night, yeah. 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 It's,
1: it's actually, yeah. So six, it's probably not six the. Six o'clock. Uh, six o'clock. I we might have
0: to be taking that Monday off then. Uh, yeah.
1: And it speaking, speaking of short, I mean short off seasons, the the opener, the yes. first game of the season in 2020 is going to be March first. March first, so, yeah. And that's against Portland Timbers. Yep. Uh So hopefully, it won't we won't have flashbacks to I think it was well the. the the <laughs> inaugural MLS game for Minnesota oh, United—they yeah. Oh, yeah. opened at Portland, yeah. uh, and I think it was five to one. Dropping. Oh, it was more than that, I think. It, but I think the Christian Ramirez had the lone goal in yeah, that game, did. so yeah. that was a bright spot. But it was a, it was five or six to one.
3: Yes, yeah. five um, one, because Atlanta was six one. Okay.
1: okay. Yeah. yeah it was the, the first forgotten. two games to start the year. Yeah, run, it run was pretty. Yeah, bad. so I thought that was interesting. Starting in Portland, another time for the second time. I in mean, four years. We look at it, guys, and we go. We
0: got what two and a half months until the opener. Right. That's I mean, it. the off season in MLS goes super
1: fast. It does. Yeah, it's 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 about a month because of the of the condensed season this year. Yeah. It's actually about a month longer, but it's still short. It's still short. And what's interesting because the in fact that it's in winter, you think it would be slow. Actually, yeah. because winter is so
2: slow and agonizing. Yeah. In fact.
1: But, yeah, and I was speaking of the condensed season. It's it's topical because we're, here we are. We're sitting on December eighth. Um, the MLS Cup in 2018 was i if not on the 8th it was on the 7th or 9th it was right yeah. in that window so yeah. obviously the MLS Cup was now almost a month ago yeah. so that's why the the off season is actually about a month longer uh, heading in so. it's
0: crazy we get MLS starts in March we get MLB starts in April right and then pretty much your your it's it's spring summertime i mean that's yeah. what it is you know and it's no off season yeah um, I think that's about it for Loonstock.
3: Yeah, I mean, unless we want to mention the uh, the rumor that Adrian Heath's going to
0: go to Everton. Well, do you want to take that out of the break? Sure. That's a that's an after the break thing because it's more funny than it is yes, really like exactly
3: because like, it's not really a rumor at all.
0: Yeah. So when we come out of the break, uh, yes, David has an Everton uh, Heath rumor that's been uh, trying to build steam on Twitter. Right. Yeah. And Created uh,
3: by really no one.
0: And we got a, i got a couple of funny stories to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about the, the Peloton ad that's caused the, uh, a really big uh, craziness on Twitter and social media. Which probably won't be very funny. It'll it's not funny, now. but it's, it's kind of a, the society we live in now, yes, yes. You know, social media. So we'll be back from uh, Forgotten Star in just a bit. Brewing Company in lovely, friendly Minnesota. Um, the Vikings game is on in the background because they are playing right now. Playing Detroit,
1: yet still, quite, quite, I, I, I want to say quite a few. Uh, I don't know how how, how you what you use to describe the number of people wearing loons gear. Yeah, we
0: have here. loons gear because, um, as we mentioned on our Facebook post, they are offering a dollar off if you're wearing uh, loons gear. So yeah, we so you all people. missed out. Yeah, if you're listening to this and you didn't say, come, yeah. you missed out on it's Dollar Off. It's a one time only deal. Yeah, yes. one time. And really, if you want to watch a Vikings game, you could have put on some loon's gear and come watch the Vikings game. It's true. You of could have gotten Dollar Off beers. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I just got the cream ale because I was talking about that earlier, and of course, I love cream ales. and this cream ale, like you mentioned, was sort of based off of. The Castle Danger—it's a different recipe, right? Yes. But he based it out the Castle Danger, which I got gotten into cream ales, anyways. So, and it's it's fantastic. Um, and I'm and I wanted to say, um, I really, I'm I'm looking forward to them bottling and canning things as well. You know. So, if they start coming out with bottles and cans in different places around here, I'll yeah. be excited to go out there and buy a six pack of their beer. You
3: know? It'd be definitely. Cool.
0: Yeah. Um, but, you know, talking about breweries just a little bit more, we're in this point now where a lot of breweries, they start up, and they have dreams of becoming kind of canners and bottlers. Right. But not, realistically, they're not going to grow out of the metro area. Well, right. Exactly. Because they're small. You know, and, and, and. You're never going to get another Surly or a Summit or places like that who have kind of... Expanded, you know, whatever. Yeah. If they can find their niche in a small spot and make their money brewing good beer, that's all you can really dream and, about right and now. Yeah. And
1: not everybody we've talked to in breweries have said that. I mean, wasn't yeah. it uh, up in, was it Big Lake? Um, yeah, Lupulin. Lupulin. Didn't they kind of, Did? or no, they actually have canneries. But they had. Yeah, so that must not have been the one, but I know there's been a few that have said, no, this is what we want to do. We, exactly. we just want to brew the beer. I, I think... Yep
0: trying
3: to think I feel company. like uh, the people at Torg might have said that Torg to said that yeah. They're, yeah
0: Torg was like a very how would I put it kind of like Blue Wolf too yeah they're smaller they're more about the community than they are about expanding past the yeah, community exactly. that's they want to be a community brewery that's the key word community. and that's yeah. you know and that's totally cool I mean they both make really good beers right uh, we love Torg and we love Blue Wolf I mean right. they're great brewers so. yeah you
3: know and I think there's something to be said about uh, a brewery that wants to have a small footprint and wants to have a small uh, yeah. small clientele that they they understand their limits, they understand the limits of the market, mm-hmm. and they just want to do what they do because they like doing it.
0: Under pressure as well. They are yeah. a niche brewery. This is what they want to do. That's that's their whole deal. Right. right. And that's totally fine. And what Matt was talking about here, expanding, again, yeah, if they can make it work, great. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, what did you guys end up getting?
1: I ended up going with the uh, River Road Red Ale. So okay. a fitting that we're uh, right off of uh, River Road in here in, yep, yep. in Fridley or North Minneapolis, I guess, Northern Minneapolis. But, uh, yeah, it's good. I had, I did not try this one at the opener, so I was kind of excited to try it. So, that's yeah, smooth. It's good. Yeah. Uh, nice finish. It's got, like, chocolate malt and uh, they, what's called golden naked oats. I'm sure all sorts kind of locally, like Matt was saying earlier. Yeah. So, yeah, it's great.
0: That's actually what my dad had. My dad was here, yep. by the way, watching the podcast. And after the podcast, the first half, he goes, "You know, I try to listen to you guys, but of course, I don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> so, uh, you know, whatever." I'm like, "Pops, it doesn't matter if you don't understand it. Thanks for coming out. We appreciate yeah. it. You bought a beer Somebody here. You, know, you supported the, the cause. You supported the brewery. Exactly. You know, good deal. You know. Yep. Um, David, what did you end up getting? Yeah.
3: So I, I have to say, I had the red earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And I I liked it. I thought it was very good. Um, I got the Epic Day IPA this Yep, uh, it's very piney. I like mm-hmm. it. It's a low IBU. I think it's it's like twenty five or twenty six. Yeah, uh, but it, it's it's got a nice crisp pop.
0: It's, it's good. Now is that the one that the uh, dollar goes to ALS? Yes. Okay, so they have um, a thing going on, and I think some. This is a national, I believe, mm-hmm. event. It's ales for ALS. Uh, And they make these uh, ales and IPAs, and they put it up on their board. And if you buy one, a dollar goes to ALS uh, Therapy Development Institute. So come on out, buy an IPA, give a dollar to ALS Research. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah,
3: and I I took a picture. They have coasters lying Mm -hmm. around with that. Mm -hmm. took a picture of it. It'll be on Instagram.
0: Yeah, so again... A lot of breweries do this type of stuff. I just want to mention that this brewery yeah. is doing the same thing. Uh, before I move on, there was supposed to be a food truck here today.
3: Oh, really? Maybe the weather just scared
0: them. And away. the weather? I don't know. I think it was the the big red truck. I think they were here for the opener. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and they were supposed to be back today, and I don't know. What happened but
1: it's Yeah, it's something the B- Big Red Wagon Big Red was, Wagon, uh, yeah was December 8th And yeah, it was scheduled for 11 to 7 today And then uh, Sandy's Grill will be here on Wednesday
0: Yeah So uh, it maybe Sunday. it's kind of dreary It is dreary, but it's nice to have a food truck, though
1: Yeah Dre- I think, you know, dreary I mean, everybody listening to this podcast I mean, at least locally uh, can, Should be enjoying this It is dreary, but it's not cold It's warm cold. It's warm A couple of days from now It's going to be Dude, it's going to be zero yeah. yeah
0: Zero
3: And there's a chance of like six inches of snow tonight Tonight, yeah
0: but I'm talking, like, zero. Yeah, that's cold. That's not cool. I hate that. I hate anything below 25. Well, join the club. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of anything that cold. Yeah. And you compound it with snow, and it's like, fuck you, Mother Nature. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I think, you know, you know why I hate the wintertime so much? Even though I'm from the Aaron range? It's because I was born in July. Oh, sure. Okay. I Being a summer kid... I think. Dave, you were born in July. I was, yeah.
1: So, I mean, do you hate the winter as much as I do? Yeah, I, I do. I mean, it's one of those things, I was just talking about it recently, you just can't get, you'd think you would maybe, from, especially people living, you know, elsewhere, yeah. you'd think yeah. you could get used to it yeah. or it'd get easier over time, but it doesn't. It's the no. same thing every year. It's It's, it's just, it's hard. It's, un, it's, you know.
0: And I think that has to do with us being a summer kids. Maybe. I think, you know, having birthdays in the summer and associating the summertime with good times, and you associate the winter with... Sure, yeah. Except for Christmas, you associate with just this gloomy, like, five-month stretch of snow and cold. Yeah. You know?
3: Yeah, you know, I I was born in the fall, so it's interesting that... I I guess I like the fall. I like late summer fall. Yeah, see, there you go. It's interesting. I never really thought
0: about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's when you're born. Um, So let's get into some things not... Well, first, they're soccer-related, but it's more of a... Rumor, right. well, not even rumor. It's more of a a campaign,
3: really. It, it, it's a campaign to get rid of somebody. Yeah, it's
0: campaigns. Get rid of our our our, our manager. Yes. So
3: uh, you know it's it's no uh, it's no surprise yeah. that there are people in Minnesota that don't like Adrian Heath.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, that might be an understatement when I say don't like. There's a lot of people. There are people in the, quote-unquote, independent media. Yeah. And by that, I mean podcasts. Yeah. Who have made it very known that they detest the man.
0: Because they think that he has everything to do with the team losing yes. in the beginning. He's Which, to blame for he's blame for everything. everything yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. Including the long lines in the bathrooms at Allianz.
0: Yeah. He's a scapegoat for everything that goes yes. wrong with his team. So,
3: uh, with that said, there was a campaign, so to speak... Uh, started that I think was influenced potentially by um, a, an Everton fan mm-hmm. from back in September who argued that Adrian Heath should go back and manage Everton. Yeah. So there's somebody who I believe has listened to the podcast. I don't know if he listens all the time uh, who decided to take it upon himself to start a rumor. And I hope that it generates some steam on Twitter uh, of Adrian Heath going off to Everton. I don't know that it's generated any steam, but I did see yesterday that he tweeted out to uh, Taylor Twellman, of all people.
0: Oh, Taylor, of course, yeah.
3: Uh, of his opinion on the rumors that Adrian Heath is going to go to Everton,
0: which I, I got a
3: kick out of, quite honestly, because obviously yeah. there are no rumors.
0: <laughs> Except for the and one he's And Taylor
3: Twellman probably saw that and was like, what?
0: What the exactly. hell is he
3: talking about? No, no idea. Uh, but so there, there is a, a, a uh, collection of people who have taken up support of this movement. <laughs> so, so
1: it may have been an Everton fan that started, and you, yeah. you said as much, and, and exactly. maybe it's due to their frustration of. of yeah. Everton's performance right, yeah. here so far in 2019, 2020, yes. Premier League, but they're not having a great season at the moment. But, but And then I don't, I just love the fact that there's a bunch of Heath haters that jump yeah. on the bandwagon and, is, yeah. and blow up this, this rumor. This ad. is what
0: social media does, though. Yeah. You blow things up. You know?
3: And it, it's a good segue into our story.
0: Into our next story, which is, um, I think a lot of people have seen this ad. It's the Peloton ad. Yeah. just came out a couple of weeks ago. And there's a... There, everybody jumped on this ad and, and, on, on social media and started going after it because of what this ad was about so I got an article here uh, from, I don't even know where it's from uh, last month they decided to uh, come out with a 32nd holiday video uh, in the video it's titled The Gift That Gives Back a man gives his wife one of the company's stationary bikes which runs for about 2200 bucks then the ad starts to take a bizarre turn. All right, first ride. I'm a little nervous but excited, the woman says. And I will tell you, if you've seen the video, the woman looks like she's kind of panicky. or Yeah, yeah. yeah. Watch the video. You'll see her facial expressions yeah. are kind of weird, right? Yeah. And then she takes it for a spin. But she's documenting her rides to make a V-blog for her husband at the end right. of the year. That's the whole view. And at the end of the ad, the couple curls up on the couch and watches the video and the woman has taken off her new exercise regime, which have inexplicably decided to stream on the TV. And she says, I don't realize how much this would change me. And she says, thank you to her husband. After the ad's release, a few comedians and social media users made fun of it, as the woman's devotion to her Peloton appears to be making her miserable. Right. This past week, the ad went viral, eliciting a deluge of mockery and criticism. Some people condemned the ad as sexist suggesting the video implied that the husband wanted his wife to lose weight. Now, realize in this video, the wife already looks fantastic.
3: Right. She can't, I think, Dave, you said she can't be more than 125 pounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, I
0: mean, she looks great, right? Uh, others compared to his dystopian Netflix show, Black Mirror. Have you guys seen Black Mirror? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Again, I can see that resemblance. Quite a few expect, express sympathy for the woman, who came to be known as Peloton Wife. It's clear this woman doesn't need a Peloton. She needs a good therapist and a divorce lawyer.
1: Right, yeah. People say. So the idea that, the idea, and I'm not saying it is, but the idea being that the husband is forcing her to ride a bike well, for a year. And
0: and uh, speaking of the backlash, absolutely 100% chance that the husband in the Peloton ad is abusive. So now we're going, now we're, you're jumping, now we're just right, jumping, jumping to
1: conclusions. Here,
0: you know? And uh, the Peloton husband has come out and said uh, he's been getting uh, shit on Twitter now but he decided to run with it He's now has a Twitter handle Peloton Husband oh wait he's actually gone after this well he's he, well, he was from the article I read and some other things that I've seen one of his buddies texted him and said hey dude this ad is blowing up they're calling you abusive and calling you this and he started seeing it and instead of like shying away from it right. he decided to jump into the fire yeah. and become Peloton Husband on Twitter <laughs> and talked about all the things going on uh, it appears the negative reaction to the ad also had a financial uh, financial backlash. Yeah, this is huge. Business Insider reports that this week Peloton stock plunged 15% in three days which represents about $1.5 billion in loss to the company. Yeah. But of course Peloton insisted that was not have didn't have to do with the ad. But how can it not? Really? Well
3: yeah, it's too I mean, coincidental otherwise.
0: Um, Alice is on Twitter some people thinking the ad was real. I don't know if they were yes, serious or not. Yes, I saw that. And asking about is real. Is she in trouble?
3: Right. Do we need to? Pre- do we need help to go her? and
1: send help to her house? Yeah. You know, because she's in trouble. I and a lot of it was. I I think a lot of that is was due to some of her like facial expressions during yeah. the commercial where they they cut to her face riding a bike and it's vigorous exercise. I mean, you're look not necessarily going to look. Comfortable. Yeah, you, and you, for the record, I do have to say that, especially for us, you know, beer drinkers, regular exercise, whether you're not fit bad or idea. in shape or not, yeah. is not a bad idea. It's a great yeah. idea physically and mentally. Yeah, so, you important. know, and I,
3: I think I, I mentioned before we started recording that when I go to the gym, mm-hmm. which is not as much as it should be, yeah. um, I'm not smiley and happy... No, no. ...for the not. hour that I'm there. And for numerous reasons. One, it's exercise that yeah. my body's not used to. Yes. Two, I'm thinking about things I could be doing... In that hour. ...in that hour that yeah. would be not that.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it, I can guarantee
3: you that no person's going to look at my face and be like, Oh, that guy's... That guy's... That's a cute guy. Yeah. He's, uh He's having fun and he's yeah. enjoying himself." No, I'm
0: not. Well... Now, we talk about this woman's expression. Her expression is in the middle of enjoyment and kind of fear. Yeah. It's a weird expression. It is a weird
3: expression. And, and I think that's where problem.
0: it jumps off of is you see this expression on her face and you think, is she trapped in this whole like dystopian right. future of this guy giving her the bike and saying, Hey, ride this thing every day You know? It's, which maybe we it, maybe
3: maybe somebody needs to reach out to the actors.
0: Well I think that well I think they're trying to and she yeah. hasn't been
1: well, responding. No actually I have to bring this up now yeah. in fact they have responded oh, as she of has Friday to. as of Friday. Okay. Uh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds is actually trolling Peloton mm-hmm. on Twitter. Um, actually as it turns out the same actress that appeared in that Peloton commercial yeah. was appeared in a Aviation Gin commercial which Ryan Reynolds yeah, owns. Yeah. Exactly. And so she was in this commercial oh. and uh, and basically I'll just Quick to sum it up because I haven't actually seen the commercial, but Ryan Re- Ryan Reynolds owns a company. Tweeted on Friday night the 41 second video, and basically his caption was "exercise bike not included," and it's for his gin company, yeah, Aviation yeah. Gin. But basically, the commercial commercial begins with the same actress's eyes wide open, looking into the camera, and she says. This gin is really smooth, as her friends agrees. And then one of her friends says, We can get you another one if you'd like, one says. And another friend says, You're safe here, the other friend (laughs) chimes, in. And then the Peloton commercial actress says, To new beginnings as they clink their glasses together. And then another friend says, This is going to be a fun night, one of her friends says, Eyes wide. And then the ad cuts to a holiday-themed shot of aviation gin as one of the friends says, You look great, by the way. So how is that for trolling...
0: Ryan Reynolds is the best. Nice. <laughs> That's a guy. So ruled. it didn't take long. I mean, that no. was
1: Friday night. So no. just a couple weeks I mean, after the original and that was the original actress. We've Wow.
0: Again, I, I I look at this ad and what happened after this ad as well the issues we have in the society. Right. As we we take an ad and we jump way into the abyss oh, yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah. over I mean, it's it's funny. We we don't even think anymore. No, we don't think.
1: No. here's here's my take on it like if Grant I'm not you know the reason people are getting outraged I understand maybe what they're thinking but it's just here's my take on it if I watched that ad if I, and I hadn't actually seen I had to go back and watch it on Twitter after I heard about all this outrage so I watched the ad and okay I'm like mm, okay okay I see why but I, I'm telling you if I was at my house and I'd never heard anything about this commercial and just watched the ad yeah. I'd watch the ad and I just go. Whatever. Yeah. Po hum. You know, yeah. the same way I watch ads, like you know, like the Lexus. You know, yeah, exactly. the couples gifting them yes. uh, yeah. cars, yeah, or car Chevrolet or just, whatever it is. I just, I would watch that ad, and I, I, I wouldn't even raise an eyebrow. No. I'd just be like, oh, Peloton. Hmm. But it just here's my deal. It's like, let's not, let's
0: not jump to conclusions on this thing. Right. Maybe she wanted a Peloton bike.
1: Maybe hey. she asked
0: for one because she wanted to get healthier. She doesn't need to lose weight. She wants to get healthy, right? And that's what Peloton is trying to create. Cool.
1: Because here's it was the deal. obvious she lost at least three she pounds. Lost,
0: <laughs> yeah, but here's the deal: you can't put a larger woman on this ad because then it's 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 bad it's fat shaming. shaming. It's yeah, fat yeah. shaming. Okay, right. you can't do that. So you have to go to the next thing, right? Right, and it's a woman who has a family. Who maybe wanted to get healthier, her husband gave it to her, and that's that. And then she says at the end, I'm thankful that you got me healthier by buying me this Peloton bike. Right. She's not trapped in this relationship, she's an actress. She's right. not trapped in a dungeon. Her husband's not forcing her to do what she's doing.
3: Yes, let's let's, let's make do, it clear that this it's is a ad.
1: commercial. Yeah, just like a movie or a TV yeah. show. And it's, I mean, it's, it's not it's real. It's not real. And they're, they're not selling a $20 gym membership. No. They're selling a $2,000 yeah. exercise bike that, yeah, I mean, it's not everybody's going to own one of these things. And, uh, you know, regular exercise is an excellent thing. And that's what they're trying to push for, you know, not to everybody, but people that can afford yeah. something like right. that.
0: Brero, Dan Brero on K-Fan, I listen to him when I'm driving home. He actually brought this ad up in one of his, um, he has a segment called uh, Death of Our Society segment. <laughs> and he had three of them one day, and one of them was this. And I was like, well, I got to talk about this on the podcast, because what Brero was saying is everything that I was thinking. I'm like, people just freaking just get outraged by the stupidest shit now. Yeah. I mean, let's just, let's just gloss over it, gloss over it? It's an ad. Let's just move on from that ad. Let's get concerned about our government or things that are happening in the in the real world. Right, yeah. Let's not get concerned about Peloton wife who's being forced <laughs> to ride a bike potentially. <laughs> I don't I don't think that's a bad I, I don't she's not, she's not being forced to ride, ride. <laughs> ride a bike. You're jumping you're jumping to conclusions, yeah, yeah. It's not it's sexist. sexist. <laughs>
3: in fact, being an ad, <laughs> she willingly accepted to do this. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's the yeah. exact opposite. She signed a contract. Yes. And she right. got paid. And she got paid. And she probably can get paid more because now she's probably out yeah. there. Exactly. And and I'm thinking that's why Peloton husband created his Twitter account because he wants to get more involved. Yeah, he's
3: probably like, come on, let's do let's some do more, some yeah. more
0: ads where I look like an asshole. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, now he's tight <laughs> ads. <laughs> so that was that. Uh, again, this is where we live. Yes. Society we live in. I feel bad for our children. At yeah. some point. You know? I really do. Uh, let's move on from uh, Peloton. Let's move on to actually some crazy news. Yeah, all right. Let's not uh, stupid news, as I like to call it. Uh, the headline is, A Kansas man was caught driving a stolen SUV on the way, way to bail out his brother, who was arrested in a stolen SUV. Okay? Okay. So, he was arrested. The first sibling was caught early Friday, was 26-year-old Eric Dean McCracken. He was arrested for driving a Chevy Trailblazer with a suspended license, and then they later learned that the SUV had been reported stolen. Hours later, his younger brother, 32-year-old Keith Ray McCracken, was arrested after leading deputies on a short chase in a stolen Chevy Silverado.
3: Nice.
0: It is believed the younger McCracken was en route to Jackson County Jail to post bail for his older brother in a stolen vehicle. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we have two brothers. This is in Kansas, and if you guys can see, I, if you can go look it up because the, the pictures do them justice. You can tell these. Two oh yeah, are, without a doubt, these yeah. two are obviously <laughs> yeah. got some issues. So, older brother gets picked up in a stolen SUV. Younger brother says, "I
1: got, I got to get my older brother
0: out of jail. I better steal myself an SUV and go get him out of jail, and then, of course, gets picked up for being in a stolen SUV." How stupid
1: can you be? You know. So, first off, there's there's the back-to-back mug shots, David, for your yeah. benefit. Yeah. Um.
3: First off, did he steal the
0: SUV? To go get his brother. That's what they're saying. Or was it already stolen and he just mm-hmm. used it? No, they're saying it was it was a stolen SUV. It might have been stolen. He might have had it in his house. I mean, it's, yeah, it's like
3: a, like did it? I, I think it adds complexity to the story. Yeah. If he was like, I got to get my brother. Yeah, I'm going to go out and find no, no, a vehicle no, no. to Slow get my down. brother. It's an
1: unfortunate coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> it's it. Obviously, these guys have problems. It's, it's an not unfortunate coincidence. coincidence. Yes, it is. No, it's, it's not. A they like stealing cars. I,
3: I'm gonna go out on a limb and, and think meth is involved.
0: Oh, probably. Yeah.
3: Either indirectly or directly. Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: Um, I would like to think it's directly,
0: but it's it's a little heartwarming because he wants to go get his older brother. Well, it's true. And it's they were reunited at the jail. jail. They were. Yes. they were reunited yeah. at the jail. Yes. yes.
3: We we have to realize that it, it's a picture of
0: humanity. Yes, of course. Family is important. Yes, family is important. Especially when it comes to stealing SUVs. Especially, yeah, in no, the holidays. The holidays,
3: He wanted to spend the holidays with his family, so... It's, just, it's the logical answer.
0: I mean, we've had stupid stories on the show before. Uh, the, the cleaning lady and the breakfast people. Yeah. And, but every week you can find something like this where it's just like, what the fuck were you thinking? Right. It, it's unfortunate it wasn't Florida. Yeah, well. I, I mean... What's your first? I mean, okay. Oh. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go look at this from my point of view. Okay, my younger brother gets picked up for driving a stolen SUV, and I'm gonna go bail him out. Right. My first thought is not to find another stolen SUV and drive it to the to the police station. Right. My first thought is, well, I'm gonna go bail him out, but I better take a clean car.
1: <laughs> well, that's, right. That's 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 the rabbit hole. You can't start thinking. You can't try and think how other people act. Well,
0: exactly. They uh, they're idiots.
1: Well, apparently. So it's it's Lord. hard to even you can't really even begin to imagine what they were thinking because they no. weren't thinking anywhere they didn't like the way you would think about the situation. No, of course but, not. You, you know I, I think I just another I, thing is
3: is what town in Kansas was this? do we know? Uh, looks like it was let's see Topeka. I mean, Topeka. Okay, so they have Uber. I'm sure they do. I mean I I can't imagine Topeka doesn't have Uber. Well, so yeah. you didn't even have to steal a vehicle. No. So again, it goes back to your point. I, Clean vehicle, okay. Yeah. I don't have one. Yeah, I which think, is a problem.
1: Yeah, I know. I think the lesson. Good point, David. I think I think the lesson for our listeners is is don't steal vehicles.
0: Well, <laughs> that's <a> good lesson <laughs> um, to have.
1: Especially in this day and age. I mean, the second brother was caught because of most newer vehicles. I think he yeah, stole it was a GPS. A, it was GPS. Yeah, it was, was yeah. in GPS. So yeah, I mean, it, I think that's. Which I don't makes think you me, should steal vehicles. Which
0: makes me believe, because that GPS makes me believe, he stole that vehicle to get to his brother. He didn't have it because they would have right. gotten him before.
1: But now, maybe the lesson is... check. Yeah, check that. Sorry yeah. to interrupt. But yeah, don't steal newer vehicles. Only yeah. steal older vehicles. Right, I'm right. not saying Or steal
3: be able to somehow deactivate the GPS. Yeah, be
1: smart enough to deactivate it. Yes go on uh, and it really isn't tough if you want uh, I don't want well, we should I probably be sh- we should, lessons, probably should be fine. giving less if, if <laughs> you're if you're going to if you're going to say if you if you haven't your eye on a nice uh, Chevrolet SUV yeah. just all you have to do is go online uh, get the manual owner's manual and just look at the the fuse box section well, and then they're, they're before you drive off before you drive off just pull the fuse for the GPS well, device so. <laughs> way to go it's really easy. <laughs> it's usually under, like, the passenger leg compartment. Oh. You can just open the box up. Or it could be under, could the, be hood, the, oh, no, under no, the hood. It could be under the hood, yeah. I Am
0: I going to be talking about a crazy story in a couple months where this guy goes, well, this is a lunacy podcast, and this guy Dave told me how to go on Or it's going to be, or don't
3: unfortunately, steal. it's just Tony and David today because yeah. Dave has been arrested mm. for knowingly <laughs> offering information on how to steal
0: a vehicle. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> just saying, though. But the other thing too is, um, you talk about Uber. What's to say this guy didn't call an Uber and then steal the Uber? <laughs> uh, I mean, he might have. He might have thought that.
1: Something tells me he, he probably, probably would have thought it. He yeah. probably would have stolen it. In, in all seriousness, I'm not serious for the record. Yeah. Um, the, I think the hardest part about stealing a car is not disabling the GPS device. That's easy. Yeah. But it's actually starting. nowadays it would be like starting the car. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not as simple as. No. Taking a couple of wires and, and not hot starting no. a car, or no. whatever you want to no. call it. No, it's it's a little more complicated in the newer vehicles. I don't know how to do that, so I can't give lessons on. <laughs> <No. that>. so, <laughs> Are you sure? I don't. Sure. I don't think you can hotwire anymore. Can you? I don't think no. You, you can't. I, I don't. No. You literally can't hotwire a car. Yeah, they're too computer. The newer cars, but it's not like back in the day where you could just. There's ways though, which Post I'd and, like to learn. That, quite honestly,
0: to hot-wire a car.
1: Yeah, I think, I think it'd be interesting. I think the high end, the high end. Um, Grand Theft Auto artists or whatever you want to call Damn. them. that was probably That's probably the wrong word. They're not artists, but... They're criminals. They may think they're I think artists. they have, like, keys that they... Special keys that like yeah, they Like gone, gone in 60 Seconds.
0: Yeah, yeah. The uh, Nicolas Cage. Yes, that's a good movie. It's a good movie. It is. And they get the keys to the Mercedeses. They get them through the dealership because
1: yeah. they're crazy. But,
3: but now, hear me out. You never know. When you may be in Russia... Yeah. And you need to flee... And the only thing that's around is a 1982 Yugo. Well, just, yeah. And yeah. you can either run and get shot, or you can hotwire that Yugo.
0: I think with a Yugo, though, I think you'd be better off just pushing the thing, because even driving it, you're not going to go faster than pushing true, it. true, and you might not fit in it. You yeah, might not fit in I
3: it. I mean, like, I don't think Dave would fit in a Ugo. I don't think he would either. Yeah. You think you, you could fit in a
1: Yugo? Uncomfortably. Okay. I don't know <laughs> if I could drive one, though. I'd be too... <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think well, I, I could. should, we should I find have, some with a Yugo I in Minnesota tried. and see I've David never Fairland. tried. I've been yeah. in small cars. I, I
3: haven't <laughs> seen a Yugo in at least a friend of my dad's had a Yugo. Uh, but I bet that it was two decades now. Yeah, it's been a r- yeah. It's
0: been gone for a while. Um so again, this is another story of our society uh just well the world we live in now. Right. Because we can see all these stories. I'm sure this stuff happened before.
1: Like I said. Oh, yeah, sure.
0: We just never knew about it because we didn't have social media, right? Or the internet. So, um, before we get out of here, though, we have not mentioned uh, somebody once during this podcast. Oh, right. And we always have to mention we at least should. once during the podcast. Should um, we
3: actually mention him, or should we just allude to him?
0: Well, we can allude to him. I mean, he did. Did you guys see his Facebook post from last night?
3: Yeah, the elf. Yeah, well, I, I had, had that same costume. Why? Uh,
0: it's a it's a jumper. It's a sleeping uh, oneie. My wife bought it for me like a two onesie? years ago. A onesie, yeah. Bought is it for me footage? two years ago. doesn't have footies. So.
1: But it's the same costume. His, his quote for the elf lovers out there was, Party time and SSP, you stink. You smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. There you go.
0: See? Which, if anyone's seen
3: that movie, they I, yeah, know I, it I, I
0: watched it about a week ago. It be so yeah. funny. Yeah. So we had to mention him because right. we have to. I'm not going to say his name.
3: Yeah, let's not let's well, not give not him that. Say, we don't say his name.
0: We're not giving yeah. him that, but we'll, we'll yeah. mention him. And then he will, uh, when he drop the
1: uh, podcast in a day or two, we will get a uh, we'll get a text message. And when you watch when you watch Elf, you should be doing it in a full blown Elf costume. Why you should not? be, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's what
0: mine looks like.
1: Yeah, hmm. I've got the same one at home, even with the the Christmas lights and. Lit- no, I have
0: the Christmas lights. Yeah, things.
3: I mean, wait, you have the furry collar too?
0: I don't have the furry collar. Okay, it's a little bit different.
3: I. I I have to think his better half
0: yeah. bought that Oh, well, I'm pretty sure she did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't see him buying it by himself. No. Yeah. No.
3: But, I mean, he's... You never know. Maybe that's all you have to do in South State Falls. He is,
1: he is who he is. Yeah. So, you know, we're not going to mention his name. No. Because... I'm so tempted to mention his name. No, right we're not now. going to. But. Okay. Okay.
0: Because we're gonna we're gonna make it seem like we know he is, but we're not gonna mention it because right. we'll get text messages right in a couple days. Yep. And he'll say, "Well, you know, you brought me up, but you didn't say my name." And
3: yeah, we know. we have to give him something. To
0: yeah, we'll give him stew over. Yeah, we'll just give him a little, little carrot. Little yeah. Carrots. Um. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk
1: about? Uh. That's a no. long dead silence. I guess. No, we I think don't. we're good. I, guess yeah, I we think don't. we're probably good. Um, the next podcast may be next podcast, up in the air a little bit. Well, uh, we're kind of up in the air
0: because uh, next podcast is around the holiday season. It is right, and so that's going to get David. Crazy. You are leaving town, right? So, so I won't be around for that weekend. Yeah. So and we'll, then you said your calendar is a little funky that week. Everything is funky that week.
3: Yeah. So,
0: um, so we might be doing it uh, in three weeks might be between Christmas and the, the first of the year. It might be, you know, we'll figure something out. Um, right. But hopefully the Loons do something in those, the next three weeks. And we can or, we
1: can talk about more than just like Peloton and Criminals and oh Chaos. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see what I happens.
0: I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a slow season. It's a slow season.
1: What, but, what else can we do? But it was well worth getting out here to Forgotten oh, Star. Oh, yes, of course. That, that was worth well worth the trip.
3: Exactly. Anybody that hasn't been to Forgotten Star needs get here. to get get to Forgotten here, Stone. get here, because
0: uh, I think they're going to do some great things in the near future. Even with what they have right now, their basic stuff is great. Yeah, I think as Matt was talking about the sours and his Christmas, probably yeah, that's January. Good. That sounds fantastic oh, yeah. for all you stout lovers out there.
1: Um, and I should have brought it up when we were talking about Peloton. I mean, speaking of uh, fitness and exercise, I think uh, Forgotten Star, at least on the weekend Saturdays, because they were doing it on the opener, they Saturdays. have like yoga, yoga and, yes. and events yes. like that yes. in the mornings. I think it's like yep. 9 o'clock in the morning before the brewery actually officially opens. Yes. Yes. So, and they got the space for it. They got so. the space
0: for it. Uh, it's a good spot. Um, again, uh, I've never spoken badly about any brewery we've ever been to because they've all been great. Exactly. This place is no exception. Uh, Andy, who I talked to, is one of the co-owners. Dr. Andy, because he's a doctor. He's a chiropractor. Okay. Um, it was great talking to him. Matt being on the podcast, always a pleasure to have guys on from the breweries, especially a head brewer like himself, to give us the knowledge of what's going yeah. on with this place. So, before we go, I do have to give a shout-out to our sponsor. Uh, thanks to Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. You can find us anywhere you can find podcasts yes. Apple, Spotify. Pod, pod bean pod bean pod bean uh, uh, we're
3: actually available now in the UK on deezer
0: oh we're available across the across the pond give us a like on Twitter yeah give like us a like on Twitter or on Facebook Instagram Instagram Facebook um, we're part of the BGN network that's bGn. FM we're also part of the Minnesota podcast network that is m-i-n-n uh, m-i-n-n Uh podcast podcast.com I believe yes. On uh, that podcast, you will or that section, you will find a bunch of Minnesota stuff.
3: Yeah, we're actually um, part of another Minnesota podcast network. What? There's another one? I, I forgot to tell you guys that. Oh. Um. Pod MN. Pod
0: MN. Okay.
3: And we're there. There are some prestigious podcasts.
0: On that oh, gleaming the geek on that one too. I think so. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I always set my standards to gleaming the geek because they are the. Yeah. Minnesota podcast that is, like, top right. of the top of the food chain. So, uh, again, we had great beers here at Forgotten Star. Uh, for myself, Tony, for Dave and David. We'll talk to you guys in two to three weeks. Something like that. I don't know. See you later.
1: Celebrate the 4th of July from the comfort of home and save on must-haves during Kohl's
0: Friends and Family Sale. This Thursday through Sunday, take an extra 20% off festive tops for the family,
1: patio furniture, and get 10% off outdoor toys. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, limited contact store drive up. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com.
0: Offers valid June 25th through 28th. 20% off with promo code FAMILYSHOP. 10% off toys, offers, and
1: coupons do not apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details.